This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. A select group of House Democrats plan to meet with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer Thursday. They hope to compromise on enforcement, labor, and environmental provisions in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. The administration could have sent a bill under Trade Promotion Authority triggering a 90-day clock for Congress to consider USMCA as early as today, but haven't. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley thinks officials are holding off to respect House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. When I say I think, I'm just thinking that there's respect for this legislative process and the importance of Pelosi involved in this process, not to do anything to upset her timetable, that the White House is not going to do that without counseling with her. National Economic Council advisor Larry Kudlow told CNBC-TV earlier today he remains optimistic Pelosi will provide a vote. Quote, it could stretch on to the autumn, but I think it will be sooner than that. It's up to her, not me, end quote. Lighthizer has said the administration will submit the formal legislation when she gives a green light on the vote. The group of House Democrats and Lighthizer haven't met since late June. Several small refineries warned Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Andrew Wheeler in a letter today to not give confidential business information on small refinery exemptions to Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue. The letter reads that small refineries understand only EPA and the Department of Energy have access to confidential business information. Refiners also argued USDA has no reason to access that information because the agency has no legal authority or role with respect to the petitions. USDA has a role in consulting with EPA on the renewable fuel standard as a whole, but the agency is not named in the SRE process. The letter comes after several oil state senators signed a letter to the president last week asking that Purdue stay out of the SRE decision-making process. EPA is yet to grant or deny 38 pending petitions for the 2018 compliance year. Farmers will be watching the planted acreage number in the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report out later this week. Last month's June acreage report from the National Agricultural Statistics Service upset many traders and farmers when the report showed a surprisingly large number of corn acres. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chairman Seth Meyer says if they think there's a justification for changes, they will make them. What do you know between June 28th and July 11th that would make you think that you should second guess a huge survey about acreage. The WASDE report comes out at noon Eastern Thursday. However, you're more likely to see acreage numbers adjusted in the crop production report released August 12th. USDA officials announced in June they would take an additional survey of acres this month in 14 states affected by heavy rain and flooding. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Corn conditions in major production states are not faring well. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says just 10% of corn acres across the country are rated excellent according to the latest crop progress report. We see at this point 
at least 20% of the corn acreage rated very poor to poor in Illinois and Indiana, both at 22%, in Ohio at 23%, also in North Carolina, a minor production state in the southeast, 32% very poor to poor. That's due to drought, not wetness. And then Missouri at 33%, very poor to poor. Only 8% of corn nationwide has reached the silking stage compared to 34% last year. The Council of the European Union adopted contingency measures today on the implementation and financing of the 2019 EU budget in the event of a no-deal Brexit. The aim of the measures is to mitigate the impact of a no-deal scenario for funding in a wide range of areas, including research and agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nulley.